Sing on. We here. You rocking with the best? Wait. Turn me up. We are here. Episode 141 of the Art and BS Podcast. The podcast by artists. For artists and art lovers, I am your host from the West Coast. Broadcasting as usual from the slums of the Mural District in Fresno, California. James Geralds. That's who I am. Let's get some housekeeping out the way. Shouts to the cats over on Apple holding us down. Hit us with that follow, that like, that subscribe. Turn them notifications on so you know when we on CPT. Um, family over on Spotify, we see you hit us with that five-star review. And uh, we're going to try to post some questions and some polls and stuff. So if you guys are on Spotify, look out for those. You know what I'm saying? Keep it interactive. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, the uh, four niggas over on Patreon. We appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, shout out to y'all. And um, I got some surprises on the way, so be checking out for that. I think y'all get email alerts. So bong bong bong, all the miscellaneous app users, we see you announcements. Hold on, let's get the plugs out the way. Shout out to cats looking for ink. If you are looking for some artwork on your skin and you're in the Fresno, California area or you just want to drive down for some bad artwork, hit up Widow's Walk Tattoo. You tired of cats doing tattoo parties, you know what I'm saying? It's your grandma's house with blunt smoke in the air and 40 spilling everywhere. Hit up Widow's Walk Tattoo. You looking for a clean environment and something that's original from an artist that's not stealing stuff off the internet? Hit up Widow's Walk Tattoo. Jason Graham, Laura Graham, both of them are co-owners of the Tattoo Shop Down Point. And uh, we got another plug, man. Listen, have some respect for your artwork. You know what I'm saying? Hit up the Vatican Custom Framery. They got them tabernacles, Flemish Corners, Cassines, Cassettes. You know what I'm saying? Dutch ripples, man. Listen, actually, you guys, in this announcement, this is breaking news on here. He ain't, he, he ain't, he, wait, breaking news, wait, wait. So, Nigel's actually going to do a pre-sale, you guys. So, if you've been looking for frames from the Vatican and you're tired of them selling out in 30 minutes, um... Make sure you turn those notes. Head over to the Vatican Crescent Framery, uh, the Vatican on Instagram.com, or uh, sign up for the email list. And he's going to do a, a pre-sale, so you'll be able to get those. You know what I'm saying? And then you you can walk in with some fly. You might pick, you know, 11 carat white gold. You might go with the 23 and be like, man, let me get that half-inch profile. Man, listen. Announcements. Um, if you guys are in Fresno, California, I will be showing this Thursday at the Black Chamber of Commerce. Hey, so come through. Um, yeah, and that's, I guess, announcements. We still got books for sale. We still got paintings for sale. If you guys are into some art and BS block prints, um, I did some lino cuts uh, for $20. They are the art and BS gramophone and paintbrush. Hit me up on that. And uh, yeah, man. First time listeners, wait, hold up. If this is your first time listening, you guys are actually in a pretty good spot. We've actually recorded 140 episodes of Funk. So you can go back, depending on if you're into academic painters, you can check out someone like Russell Harris or like an Adam McCarthy, or maybe you can listen to, um, you know, a James Martin interview and hear about like the indigenous cultures, um, you know, of the West Coast and, you know, uh, south of the, like, you know, southwest region i guess or in, in midwest regions um we we got that we got graffiti writers we got you know uh institution administrators from big dog museums shout out to Susie at the hagen i see you i'm gonna probably be dming you tomorrow because i need a favor anyway uh yeah so first time listeners Oh, and also this is the point where I play music and then I ask you guys to say, hey, you know, if you enjoy the podcast and you have an extra dollar to spare to tip your host, uh, please consider shooting your boy over, you know what I'm saying, a dollar count bar a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Let me hold that. 
not borrow it because I'm not, you know what I'm saying, put it towards some video equipment and getting a Wi-Fi hotspot so we can actually start getting some of these interviews um, because there are some, some things I've been really thinking about and I was like, man, you know what I'm saying, I think I can get such and such on and if I really get, you know, all of this stuff. So, you know, we just, we're trying to upgrade the studio podcast space and if you guys, um, would be so kind to bless us with a dollar. If you have an extra dollar, just consider it. Like, you know, when you go to the coffee shop and you order your your latte or your cappuccino, you know what I'm saying? You might throw a dollar in the, in the barista's cup. You know what I'm saying? So if you got that, shoot it over to your boy. There's a donation link in the um, description on the podcast page and the highlights and stuff like that. So, yeah, return family members. You saw me just get out of the whip. I mean, it, I mean, we here. Let's get to some music. All right, yeah, let's get to it. Art and bullshit podcast. We're back for another week podcast. Family, what up? All my painters, where you at? I see you. Tap in. What you smoking? What you sipping? Yeah, man. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Malfunctioning chords over here. Podcast family, what All my paintings, where you at? Let's go. Tapping in, we back for another week, episode 141, man, listen, pull your socks up. All my painters pushing, all my scholars I see, all my sculptures. Photographers, where you at? Love to all y'all. About to get to a podcast episode after this, John. 
Dioxide. Check your mock up. Deviated leather in this 911. Been the corner, I'm on Hay Street, copping the windbreaker. Details. Spent 500 for the salt shaker. Las Vegas at the crap table, betting big take. Courtside, Mac and Y'all drink in my invisible. So many whips, I cannot decide. Check it out. Put a couple numbers in the morning, then I'm smashing out. more money than we have in clout. What's the drought? Keep it going. Street saying I'm the coldest out. Press the little button, it'll park yourself. Add me up. Got a couple of I got your girl drinking 30 chives. You even know what happened, man. She just came back asking for an extra shot up. You upset, man. Listen. James Bond coupe with the ceramic brakes out the way. Eating on these crumpets, but it's sad to say. Niggas hate. Got six banks just to keep it safe. Thinking about Seattle, I just might go out and golf with Jack. You niggas be weak for these hoes. I be out the way. Don P. I done made millions with Sean C. I done cashed out for the Rory, nigga. No lease, not flexing. Just showing niggas that you can't eat. Nigga, I was just dead broke in 2017. Merchandise, my nigga. You gotta keep the merchandise. Work it right. Get it to the people. Push a hard line. Start a corporation and bet on yourself every time. Put them on payroll. Make sure your taxes right. Start a corporation and bet on yourself every time. Put them on payroll. Make sure your taxes right. Make sure your taxes right. Yo, my grandma bumped this shit, bro. That ass. Art and bull. Art and bullshit podcast. Yeah, we tapping in. Episode 141, tapping in like a tourniquet. It's the kid with the instinctive, wait, it's the kid with the distinctive voice. You know I'm the instinctive choice. Your host, James Schultz. We're here. Let's do it. Consistency. So what's been happening? Oh, man. Lots been going on. It's the life of an artist, you guys. Uh, honing in my craft, getting ready for the what do you call it thing, the art hop or whatever. I have this show coming up, um, and I've been attempting to put together some group shows, but um, you know, I mean, we've been experiencing some hiccups um, securing a venue, and we'll see how that works out. I think that with this podcast, we have such a grandiose volume of guests that the thing that I would like to do and allow for the guests to really do is artists is to shine in the ways that they really, um, man, let's wait, wait, hold on. Let me turn my, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. check. Okay. All right, that sounds way better. Um, I would like for the guests to really um, be able to shine. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, these niggas, I don't think they see, want to see me be great. Anyway, um, it's kind of interesting how sometimes these levels go up, you guys. And I, like when I'm recording this thing, I'm always looking at the levels, right? So I don't want you all... <laughs> <laughs> I want the mic to be, you know, to have some some room to breathe, but um, I also want to be picking up quality quality audio. So I think that's that's kind of good. We're in a good range. All right, James, let's tie it in. So yeah, so essentially what I was saying is is like so we have all of these different guests, guys, and they have just a crazy skill set, and a lot of them just do wild stuff and. I would like for them to actually show some of these works that I've had the pleasure of seeing in a space that can house it along with the guests who are doing, you know, more traditional painting and drawing and things like that, such as myself. Um, 
so for that to actually happen, we would need a lot of space because what I noticed last time as we did the show is we kind of packed it and we, I didn't even get a bunch of work from the people. I could have like, yo man, bring out eight, nine pieces, whatever, whatever. So anyway, um, the point is, is I'm trying to get a venue that's, that's going to be able to house these guests for an art show and really allow us to shine. So that's, that's kind of a thing that I've been working on and continue to work on. But in doing that, I was able to secure another, <laughs> another group show that will be featuring um, a bunch of artists from drum roll, please Broadway studios. Um, and this will be in June. So I'll have a few more details coming soon. Kind of exchanging some emails. Um, and we're going to have, you know, hopefully we'll have, you know, a span of 17 years worth of artists in there. Um, I'm reaching out to a bunch of different people and trying to see uh, what we can do about like kind of filling in some of the gaps. I think that that'll be um interesting to kind of see how that plays out and then tying it, you know, like uh, this is what these people have contributed to Fresno and just to society in general because not, you know, a lot of some artists have moved away and are doing things and, you know, now have their own ateliers and things like that. And I think that that's a wonderful um, progression for our cohort of artists. I think that uh, we're going to talk about, because we got a lot to cover, y'all. Um, and so that is going to be kind of cool to do that. In August, I have a um, a show coming up, but that's not. It's weird because I haven't really been focusing on that. Well, I really have been. I've been kind of just dialing, in, trying to like dial in my drawing. You guys, if that makes any sense, and then really, it's kind of weird. I've been putting more time into drawing than painting. And for those who've listened to this podcast um, and heard my solo episodes, you know I do love drawing. Um, however, painting is something that. Um, I think that it's just, I love the, it's, it's like when I, when I'm drawing, it's just drawing, but when I'm painting, I can actually do a drawing and then I'm painting on top of the drawing or I'm drawing with paint, um, depending on the process. So I think that that gives me the, the sense of fulfillment that we get that I would think that I get from drawing, but it's a different it's a different process so now i'm in the realm of attempting to really purify my drawing process and purification of my drawing process what does james mean by that i mean really understand the aspects of um you know right now i'm really studying um portraits so you're trying to get down a clear cut formula to apply um time and time again because i noticed that there are some things that come up throughout my work and there are these problems and i tend to be able to solve them however it's not as straight to the point as i would like for it to be like it's a lot more um, moving things around as opposed to having, you know, a clear, concise, streamlined, um, process from like one, two, three, four, and five. It's kind of like a, you know, it's like a one, two, three, five, four point five. Like it's like a, you know, so I really want to be able to not only, um, translate what I'm seeing in front of me, but have a distinct um you know approach that I can apply if it's 30 minute drawing or if I'm doing a three hour drawing so understanding the form um and anatomy of the human head is something that I've been really you know diving into so I think that's um you know you guys will be I'll 
post some stuff on the Patreon, some sketches and stuff, so you guys can kind of see what I've been working on. Um, you might like it, you might hate it. Um, I should post some bad drawings, because I did a real bad one the other day. Um, I was like, yeah, that ain't, that ain't. let me redo that. Uh, and it's actually coming out pretty, pretty nice right now. But there's still, there's something, um, you know, I have to fix. So I'm like, okay, what is the thing? What is the thing? Anyway, moving forward. I think as an artist, there's always something that we're attempting to reach for. Every artist has a different goal in mind. A lot. I mean, we all do it because we love it. And we do it, I really... I say, I dare to say selfishly, right? Because we're we're there with this flat surface by ourselves, and even if we are in a group, the thing that we make, the that line that we create, um, it's a, you know, it's a act of solitude. You know what I'm saying with this with this piece of paper or this canvas or whatever. But, um, okay, where are we going with this, James? Hold on, let me drink some coffee. Mm. So, in this, I, I thought, like, okay, where do I want to go with my drawing? Where do I want to go with my painting? And I, I think, honestly, you guys, I kind of got off track for a while. I started doing things um, that, and, and this is something artists, you can fall into. It's an artist trap, like we start doing things and then we see that something works and you're like, oh, that works. And that equates to this thing that's like allowing me to, you know, pay a bill or whatever. And then we get, we can easily just start focusing in on those sort of things and forget that we actually signed up to do this thing to push some sort of boundary or a barrier and not to say that when I'm painting I'm doing mundane things and it's me not pushing boundaries or barriers I would have to admit that everything that I attempt to you know create visually is trying to push some boundary or barrier or you know like okay if I have to paint this pet portrait, how can I approach this in a way um, that is similar in the like standpoint of my approach and like, okay, I'm going to do the drawing, I'm going to block it in, I'm going to apply paint, but how can I approach this thing differently in the aspect of it being warm or cool or you know, there being some sort of like color balance that complements um, each other, maybe subtly or maybe overtly, depending on the subject. So I think that in each piece, that's something that I kind of think about. You know, I never want, you know, eat a still life to look like the previous still life or a pet portrait to look like the previous pet portrait. And personally, if you guys have noticed, I think this is something that. I intentionally do there's always a different like condition within my work so if I'm painting something like a bag of chips and then that one's really warm then the next one I paint is going to be it might be warm but there might be a cooler tone to it so it's not as warm or if I'm painting um let's see what else do I paint a lot of uh you know whatever it is I'm trying to think like but just it just man it varies and it's funny because there's I'm like okay James you went from painting like a still life that was monochromatic to painting you know um you did a rice cooker and a cup and you know all of those things I kind of you know the rice cooker was really warm or I'm sorry the rice cooker was cool the cup is warm you know the broken cup is warm so and these paintings all have titles but it's uh my brain is kind of fried you guys so i'm not i'm not doing that to myself um yeah okay so i think the variety uh, variety in your work uh be it color temperature subject matter uh atmosphere and uh weather patterns all of those things are important as artists and they give us a chance to explore 
different aspects of the color wheel. And I think that that's really important because different, um, you know, different colors complement each other or, you know, you might really be in the monochromatic colors or you might be, you know, um, wanting to, I don't know what you want to do. Um, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'm doing is, is I went back to the basics and picked up that charcoal and started to, uh, to draw. I'm about to take my shoes off. Hold on. Let me get comfortable. This is my safe space. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think it is, it's important to, for me to try to figure out like, okay, what am I really, what, what did you sign up for James? And let's get to really streamlining this because there are things that I would like to do. And I find myself, um, not really not being able to get there as um, concisely as possible. Instead of just going straight up the street for five blocks, it's like left, right, up, down. And part of that is drawing and painting. I get it. I totally get it. But there are certain things I just, I'm like, man, James, come on now. Um, but then also it's like building on, um, building on the foundations. You eventually get there or I'll just, throw it away and then act like I never did it <laughs> so yeah man real good stuff though I think that it's been I should sit up hold on let me let me sit up you guys and uh actually we should let's blaze this up smoke it if you guys sip it if you got it you know it's really good episode 141 of the art and bs podcast shouts to the core family hold on <clears throat> And, you know, we'll get back to having guests. Um, at some point, I think that being honest with you guys is important. And I will say this. The aspect of the solo episodes is something that I think it's still hard for me to wrap my head around that people listen to, even though the numbers show that the family will come out and you guys will listen to stuff. But... Um, yeah, man, let's get to some, let's get to some goofiness. Hold on. So how long do you guys, and this is for the single people out here or, or for the people who you're in a relationship and you, you know what I'm saying? You, you got them secret folders. How, how long do you keep? somebody's pictures in your phone after you done messing with them. I just want to let you chew on that for a second. Okay, and we're back. Uh, serious stuff. What do you guys think about the new Larry June? I've been bumping that. It's been pretty good. And I went down... Um, Like I went down a pipeline of bumping a lot of a stereo lab lately. And I think that that is something that if you guys aren't into stereo lab, you, you definitely, uh, you're missing out. And I think consistency is a general Creative consistency is important and creative consistency is something that I would like to talk about for this episode because a lot of times artists will, they'll do a variety of things. They'll draw, they'll paint, do printmaking. Um, and sometimes people don't, sometimes people just do one thing, but I think that whenever you are able to change gears and say, okay, well, I want to take a break from this thing and, you know, try something else. Maybe it's DJing. Maybe it's some sort of craft in which you are learning. You you are be, being a student to this um, and attempting to understand, you know, technique and form and things of that nature. Um, that's always going to come back to what you are normally doing how you do one thing is how you do all things so that is partly in part why you know what i'm saying um 
that's why I am doing this podcast, even though, you know, we took a break and I was like, oh, I'm going to focus on my artistic pursuits because yeah, I'm doing that. Sure. It's fine. Okay. Good for James. Good for me. But at the same time, it's like through the struggle, um, I would like to be here for you guys. And I think that it's important because I, it's, I get messages. People love this thing, this podcast thing. And for me, it's a hobby, but for you, you guys love it. And I just come here, vent, joke around, make terrible jokes. And let's talk more about art. So in the scheme of, you know, what's crazy. You guys, hold on. I will say this. I didn't watch it, but I did. I, I have been like on a social media detox. Um, right. So I opened up Instagram and what do I see? There was like the, um, the pictures of the Met Gala thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is, <laughs> and we, I think we've talked about the Met Gala before, but Hey, l- listen, when stuff is fly, stuff is fly. Um, Diddy had on a coat with some roses and I was like, yeah, man. Okay. That was kind of, that was kind of tight. Oh, rest in peace, Carl. You know what I'm saying? Um, the great designers at Carl Lagerfeld. Um, I might be butchering his last name, but yeah, rest in peace. Um, and they came out, they showed up, showed out. I saw some pictures and you know what I'm saying? Old girl was looking like a cat. You know what I'm saying? And you know, uh, my dude from, uh, homie from my Atlanta, you know, paper boy, he had the, he, I was like, man, uh, you look like a, a black pirate of the Caribbean using a hat. Um, but yeah, I thought Diddy had the, he had the coat of black roses. That was the flyest joint. I was like, man, that was, that was super elegant. You know what I'm saying? All Onyx, uh, Tiana Taylor. Oh my God. Shout outs to T- Tiana Taylor. If you're listening, you know what I'm saying? And you ever get divorced and you're trying to like holler at an artist who really ain't made it. Who's just trying to figure it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My DMs are open. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, oh my God, Tiana Taylor. She was, yeah, that motherfucker. Oh man. So anyway, Let's moving forward. You guys, hey man, I got you know what I'm saying. We Chelsea's black queens, man. He was out there looking like you know what I'm saying, and I gotta. You, you can't be mad at like someone who kills it, and then the desired effect is the desired effect. Cause, yeah, um, we are moving forward on that. Mm, I have like a never-ending cup of coffee. Smoke it if you got it. Sip it if you got it. So, yeah, I think that this thing, though, like this whole charcoal thing, you guys, it is something that it's a medium I've I've dabbled with, but I don't have like this super extensive catalog of charcoal drawings. I have like cool graphite drawings. I have some cool charcoal drawings now, I think, but not as many as I would like. So it's something that I'm like, all right, James, let's really get this down. And the cool part about it is, is it's a way for me to understand light, shadow, and and form a lot more while, you know, just having some fun and getting some portraits off. Because I think that is, that's something I've always wanted to do and planned to do a bunch and kind of gotten away from it but there's nothing wrong and as I make this second book I was just thinking like man I'd be kind of tight to have a whole portrait section where you just have like all the homies and you make bad jokes you know next to their portraits and stuff that'd be hilarious um yeah I I never uh, smoked it I said smoke if you got you guys know that because a lot of times I'm cheering you on so you can hit your pins or you know take your break or whatever, you know what I'm saying, pour up, you might be walking your dog, you know, I mean, man, I don't know what y'all doing, but this is a real laid back introspective episode of me just talking about what I'm going through, what I'm attempting to achieve with this art thing, um, and it's a, it's a tall order, you guys, I think that with 2023 coming around, 
we've done pretty good at uh you know mending some some broken fences and things of that nature not all of them not all of the uh what you call those the pickets on the fence we didn't replace all of them you know we're working on a few of them but we've been doing pretty good so my goal really is to increase my promotion my promo game on social media and you know start getting more video out so I say that to say if you were looking to join <laughs> if you were looking to join the Art MBS podcast team, feel free to email us at you know what I'm saying, your boy at dot com. And um yeah, you guys not get in contact with me. Just send me a direct message on Instagram um or Twitter or something like that. There's all my contact info in the um you know, in the descriptions and stuff, if you're looking to join the team, because I always say we've done this with, you know, we, I have a support system. Shout outs to y'all. Shout outs to the listeners. Shout outs to the family. Shout outs to the like internal support system. But also if we had like, you know, a team, a squad, man, we could blow this thing up. And you know what I'm saying? Man, at the next level and y'all could get on the payroll and you know what I'm saying? I could pay taxes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Art and Bullshit Podcast. Oh, great. That's great. That's so great. Oh, man. Okay. So, but yeah. And the thing is, is whatever you do, there should be a fundamental. Um, I can't really tell you guys what to do, but I, I think that we, treat, we achieve a greater result sometimes by understanding the basics. And that is a, it's something that I've had trouble with throughout my life because it's, you come into graffiti and for those who are new to this podcast, that's how I got my start in art was through the wild west world of graffiti. Um, and there's no rules and there was no like real solid mentorship. I mean, there was big homies you know, who told you things like, hey, you probably don't want to walk under that train. You probably want to use the ladder or, you know, or don't step on the couplers, you know, um, things of that nature. But as far as like there being a handbook, there wasn't that. So growing up watching movies like Style Wars and Wild Style and Beat Street, you immediately see these pieces that are complicated and in some cases, you know, big and like when I think of writers like scene, it was always like a standardized kind of approach to letters. But the funk, you know, that case two, that computer rock, you know, that was something that always appealed to me. So initially my approach to, you know, art, art form was to achieve something that the masters were doing. And I didn't realize like until way later, like, oh, wait, there is beauty and simplicity. And through that, you can build on a foundation and bend and break the rules and then achieve computer rock. <laughs> As you, um, you know, so choose to extend and, you know, throw in bits and doodads and all that good stuff. So I, I use that for the graffiti writers to um, kind of tap in and understand that it's it's the same when you're doing this whole, I don't know what I do, if it's academia, if it's fine art, if it's, I don't know, man. But when you're attempting to achieve some sort of realism, I guess is what some people say I do, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but when you want yeah, observational painting, um, or drawing, you know, you want to draw and look at something. There is, there's like a uh, a fundamental thing, and then there's like the the advanced stuff, and that's kind of how I wanted. Like, I originally tried to jump. Hey, let me go ahead and do this class with Sean Barber, and then I'm like, oh, should I? Like, I'm so like I'm. I did it. You know what I'm saying? I got through it. I survived and lived to tell about it. 
uh, that's hilarious. Um, but uh, it's like, okay, the fundamentals. Like after that, I was like, okay, let me try to understand the way light and shadow and these proportions and the face work. And yeah, so even dialing it back, like, all right, James, let's just use this, you know, this dry medium and really attempt to get this formula down because the more you understand how to do it with this dry medium when you pick up that paintbrush, all of that stuff, it's so weird, you guys. And I always say it, and you guys hear me say it, probably you're tired of this stuff, but if you're painting a lot and you take a break and you just focus on drawing for like two weeks, when you come back, your paintings are so much stronger. Like, it's not even funny. You're just like, whoa. So I like to do that. It's a little cheat code. It's my hyperbolic chamber. Um, and we're doing that right now. 40 minutes in. We should talk about some interesting stuff. Um, can I be, like, real intimate and vulnerable with you guys? You know, in, growing up in the black community, a lot of us have experience with, like, family members with hard drugs, friends using hard drugs. I can't even say the black community. Yeah, that is well I'm, i meant to say that right but i'll say also communities of color you know what i'm saying like impov impoverished and marginalized communities in general because there are white people who you know they live in fucking ghettos and shit like that you know what i'm saying but i, I kind of want to touch on something for a second because we don't really you know a lot of times james you know you get a peek into who i am and this is going to be one of those things so Growing up, I've had a lot of friends who've, like, done wild drugs, you guys. And I think um, starting in the first time I really had, like, maybe, set, like, shit. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> anyway, uh, growing up, I've had a lot of friends who've done, like, you know, like, all types of, like, crazy drugs and stuff. And these drugs have affected these guys like it wasn't just like when I say drugs I don't mean like you know drug things that like I'm not talking weed I'm not talking mushrooms I'm not talking acid I'm not talking like you know I'm talking like you know things that come in the form of some sort of like rock or crystal form like these guys were doing like crazy stuff and I seen it like destroy their lives right I've also seen that um yeah, this is, this is kind of heavy. So I've seen it, you know, in my personal family also, um, you know, heart drugs. You guys, like, as a kid, I've had, like, crazy experiences. And this is all where we're saying, I'm saying this for a reason because I think that this is important um, right now because drugs haven't, they've just changed form it's like people would do you know there was the crack epidemic and then people you know they you know smoking meth and then it's and people still smoke meth um and then people do like like you know there's like the opioid crisis you know and i think that there is this thing where as friends and loved ones and relatives sometimes we we watch these things because I think about like when I was a kid, there was an instance where a family member, and I'll never forget this, like I, dude, mom, like moms was like trying to really, you know, go, go all out. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? She got me a Final Fantasy seven, you know what I'm saying? And um, hooked me up with some cash and a family member was like, and this was a family member that I really respected and loved and uh and and I was like naive to the whole thing at the time and this is this is young James you guys this is like yeah like sophomore year in high school I think and I was you know like young like experience inexperienced like drugs and like like that kind of drug like weed I know about that I was smoking weed but as far as like hard drugs so this family member was like hey um like, can I borrow some money? So I let the family member borrow some money, not knowing that, like, they were about to go and smoke the shit up, right? So I told my older sister, and she was like, oh, hell motherfucking, no, nah, wait, you did what? Ah, 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 right? That, that fucking motherfucker, ah, ah, right? So, you know, boom, 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 I get the loot back. But it was one of those things where 
it was a watershed moment. I was like, hold on, this is like kind of crazy. Like this particular family member that I love, respected, and admired, um, you know, was was in the depths of this this substance to the point where they would risk our relationship on a, a, a dice roll of like, you know, man, like putting it up in smoke. So, and, 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 and a ripple effect, you know, of like, yeah, it's just, that's kind of weird, like asking a kid. So anyway, I just, that was like the first time that I really experienced like someone who was like on drugs and in the clutches of drugs, um, you know, and what it could do and how it could transform that person into something that they really weren't, you know, because they recovered and, you know, got better and it was just, you know, but that was a, a dark time. So I think we, a lot of us, um, we have loved ones who are, you know, experiencing dark times and sometimes we, uh, we, we want to be supportive. I think we, that's, a thing that we should do right but also as a human and as someone who's loving a thing that I always have a problem with guys is like at what point do I like say something because there's like a few different instances that I've encountered where Certain times I want to say things because I, I feel like my capacity for love in that individual or their capacity for me, love like towards me, or it's just like we just have this thing where it's like, whoa, man, like, you know. Um, and in cases like, you know, a lot of times like people can abuse all types. It could be alcoholism. It could be, you know, like heroin. It could be, I mean, like I've had friends who've done all of that kind of stuff. And it's, it, some of them made it out. Some of them didn't. And, and man, it's just, it's crazy because I never, I, I remember saying something to a friend and, uh, kind of you know like trying to it you know what's weird okay so let's 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 really because I'm, I'm thinking about this um help right help so how do these people get help because I said because immediately you guys went I caught myself in the middle of a thought and I thought of a friend graffiti crew member that um and this is a funny story hold on y'all I gotta tell this <laughs> This is funny. Hold on. So Seattle mid to like uh, mid 2000s. Right. So there is a rap battle. I forgot where it was at. So I, it's like the whole click goes. And there were two of us in the crew who were MCs, me and uh, my partner in rhyme, Tony Snotnose, man. Shout out to Tony. Um, so, OK, so I got super drunk, you guys. And I didn't like I think I made it out of the first round and didn't make it out of the second round. Tony made it to like the third round. Like he made it like, cause I goofed around that second one and then like, boom, something. Yeah. And then, okay. Or whatever. So he made it. So we're out in the back and one of our crew members is smoking meth, like with this crackhead. Right. So, <laughs> so, Another one, you know, intervened and he was real disappointed and, um, you know, gave the crackhead a stern talking to. And it was like one of those things where it's not the crackhead's fault that our friend is smoking crack with him, you know. And I say that to say when we have friends and even now people have different addictions. And I wonder, do we wait until... Like what? Like where is the point of like us saying something? Because we love people, and everyone has everything under control. Um, and I think like even myself, like you know, you could look at James's coffee usage or whatever. I mean, like, but I don't. We're not talking about that. We're not. We're talking, and you guys, we're talking about like the extreme. We're talking about when these substances change our loved ones into people that we know them not to be right and it's like okay well you gotta how can we get the old version of you back the one who 
you know, is so dope and so filled with this positivity and understanding. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a really hard uh, spot to be in because we, we love people, you know what I'm saying? But then at the same time, it's like that can, you don't want to be the person who's like, hey, you know, ah, ah, ah. But then at the same time, we only have so long on this earth. So I just, it's, always a, it's always a struggle for me, you guys, to figure out like at what point does James like be like hey you probably want to like seek some help oh because that's what I was like that's kind of what I got on um in the graffiti world I can't really think of like help being an option or like therapy or you know thinking of all of my friends who went through different stuff or mental illness drug addiction I never that never seemed like oh you could just go and get help you know, it's like, how? But I think with the internet now, we can really, uh, and shit, the internet was around then, but now it's more so, you know, it's attached to everybody's hip, and you can't, with Google, it's it's there. But I think getting better, and if the, if the substance is something that's truly known for destroying people, then that's... One thing, if it's something that is a recreational thing and you're hanging out, and you know, or it's after a long day of work, but once these things start, you know, changing who we fundamentally are, I think that that's, it's, it's, it's time for us to look in the mirror and say like, okay, what is this thing doing to me? And, and a lot of times we do, like people, I, I understand it's like coping mechanisms, people, they're, it usually, you know, like eight times out of ten, it's a coping mechanism, right? But to your own detriment, I think that that is something that we need to to, to consider. And then if these are our loved ones in the end of like the road, right? Once like the book is written and we're all dead, because we're all gonna die, right? Okay, morbid episode. We're all gonna die. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> right but it's like am i the tight homie who told like you know uh johnny rocket to you know he should probably quit doing this or is it one of those things where we just let each other um crash and burn and you know i don't i don't know because and also nobody wants to like you know do anything to to put to put somebody in a position where they're not able to walk around and free and stuff like that, or be like, "Hey, you, I'm gonna, you know, like be Johnny Snitch a lot," and and you know, like no one wants to do that. Like we don't do that. But I do think that there are some there are some ways that we got to figure out how to have these conversations because at the end of the day, it's it's a thing where we've lost a lot of people. You guys like to different substances. I mean, we lost fucking, man, every, I mean, we could start naming, we'd be like, oh yeah, Michael, and, and, and you know, Michael Miles, with Ray, and, 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 you know, all of these great artists, and oh man, it's, it's crazy. But people, just in general, like I'm sure we've all, a lot of us, like I hope all of us haven't, but a lot of us, I mean, my heart goes out to you, my condolences, if you've recently lost someone, um, and like, crazy double condolences if it's like some sort of weird substance abuse or substance abuse in general or just you know I mean a lot of stuff catches up so I want to get real serious for a second you guys because I think that this is my platform to just sort of make us make everyone you know think and I can get on here and talk about art and oh yeah drawing and that stuff is cool but sometimes stuff gets real and I think that it's People, they use things to disassociate with reality, right? And a lot of times, as artists, we'll use, you know, different things to, to cope. And how you do one thing is how you do all things. But if that's taking away from your art, then, you know, it's something to 
to really consider. Sometimes, I mean, and there is, there's a happy medium to where it's like, okay, Miles, he felt like he needed, you know, what he needed to create, you know, sketches of Spain. And you know what I'm saying? And, and man, listen. But um, I think that there's like this, there's the line, you know, where it's, it becomes destructive. And that's what we have to really be conscious of you guys as we watch our loved ones and there's a there's a thing like a lot of times like in our hearts we have this this love for people and we want to see people be successful and a lot it's like okay yeah it's but you know it's a byproduct ah, ah, and you know um but if things are becoming destructive yeah then we got to kind of we got to raise up a flag, you guys. In just the name of, in the name of humanity and human decency, I think. And as friends, sometimes friends are the ones who have hard conversations. And yeah, so I say that to say this. Let's go on. Let's go on something lighter. Let's get on here. Let's let's ease up because James is on it. But you know, I'm and I'm always there's 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 always a method to the madness, you guys. So. Michael Kopage has a show coming up in non-crackhead related news. Black genius, black excellent alert. Um, so check that out if you guys are in the Cincinnati area coming up. Uh, follow Michael underscore Kopage on Instagram for all, um, yeah, man, the art and BS like Michael Kopage, you know what I'm saying, news and stuff. Because he's out there, over there killing it. Um, yeah, so. I'm thinking about getting this Discord, like some kind of Discord server going. Um, if you guys are interested in that, send me a message. And if I get enough, you know, hey, James, I'm on Discord. A Discord server would be tight with, you know, an art channel where we can post our art. And, you know, and not just me posting. Like, you guys share stuff and we could talk about art and, you know, a BS channel where we just post all types of BS and, you know, I think that, that would be, that's something that I've been thinking about. So let me know if you guys are interested in that. And uh, we might do like a, if I get enough people wanting to do it, then, you know, because I am on Discord, I don't really use it. But that's actually where this stuff all started from. So anyway, um, shouts to Mike Wagner um, up there in Seattle, the co-founder of Art and BS Podcast. And if you guys are interested in getting Discord and getting an Art and BS podcast Discord going, let me know. And if we can get, if I can get like how many people would actually, like you gotta act, and not just like, hey, I would do it. Like if you're on Discord and you you getting it, you don't, I can't really say getting it popping, but if you are interested in that, then let me know. And if I get enough interest, I'm not gonna say the amount, but enough, I will, um, you know, We'll, we'll, we'll get one going because I think that it would be fun to see the art from just random listeners and, you know, be it, you know, drawings, be it watercolor paintings or graffiti or whatever you guys, that would be hilarious. Um, and just all the random BS that people, you know, are like, you know, listening to the stuff that people are watching we can really get into i should talk movies and stuff oh you know what actually let's do this um because i was gonna do i thought that this was actually a great idea um the five most impactful movies of my life i'm gonna do that and then that's what we're gonna end this episode on okay um damn i feel like we just like we got super dark but we'll um we have to get light. We gotta get light. So, five most impactful movies of James's life. Yeah. Hold on, wait. Okay. Yeah, that was enough. Okay. Um, in no particular order, and I will talk about each movie. Just to, and these are movies you guys. I would encourage you. I'm going to encourage you through this too. Um, to watch number one, White Boys. W-H-I-T-E-B-O-I-Z. And this is out of order on purpose. White Boys is a comedy. 
I've probably watched that movie more times than most of the movies on this list. It's probably top three in the movies I've seen. I probably know most words in that movie. It stars um, <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg in it, Fat Joe, um, Dan Prez, one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. So, um, yeah, man, it's great. So if you guys are in the comedy, check that one out. Um, number two, Spaceballs. Spaceballs is actually a comedy by Mel Brooks, um, and it was one of my favorite uh, comedies. Man, it's a great. If you like Star Wars, it's like a spoof. Um, some guys rolling around in a uh, Winnebago, kind of like um, Han Solo and. Luke Skywalker and Rick Moranis is in it as like Darth Helmet, which is like a Darth Vader kind of. Um, yeah, it's a play on that. It's real, real funny. That's a good one. Um, number three. These are movies that were impactful to me. Actually, we're gonna keep. I'm. This isn't gonna be five because there's because I already see where this is going. Okay. Um. Actually, okay. We'll do that. So number three. You guys ready for this one? Transformers the movie. Okay? Transformers the movie. The reason that was impactful. Man, listen. Optimus Prime died. I cried in that movie as a kid. Um, yeah, great movie. So, that, that's number three. Actually, we're going to take that one off and we're going to put my introduction into anime, which would be uh, Ninja Scroll. Well, it would be Ninja Scroll, Battle Angel, and um, something that I'm not going to mention on here. But Ninja Scroll, so that's number three. All right, so what we got? We got Spaceballs. We got White Boys. We got Ninja Scroll, right? Number four. Pregnant Pause. You know, I would have to say number four. Um... And I wanted to use this as number five, but number four would hands down have to be Malcolm X, which is I, if like there was a single movie that was on this list, like if this was just like a one, like if I only had one, that would be the movie that I would pick um, because it was, it was really impactful to me um, as a kid when it came out, I went and watched it in the theater with my pops, shout out to my dad, hey, um, I should probably call him at some point or like do something yeah um but anyway Malcolm X if you guys haven't seen Malcolm X oh my god it's a great movie if you haven't read the autobiography of Malcolm X by Alex Haley um it's a great book I would strongly encourage those like and if if you haven't seen any of this stuff like I would just just Malcolm X is a really good movie you guys um and then let's see, number five would probably have to, um, hmm, movies that define James's like. See, I would want to say part of me wants to say Style Wars. I really kind of want to say that because I feel like that was, oh man, that was a, a movie that really it. It hit home. I was going real hard in graffiti, and yeah, that just that was the essence. Um, honorable mentions. Uh, hmm, movies that, and I mean, like, there's a lot of movies that you guys have probably seen, but I'm trying to think of movies that you guys have not seen. Um, and I think that there's a lot. Oh, you know what? Menace to Society actually might have to go on that list. Honestly, yeah, I'm about to take like Spaceballs off and put Menace to Society on that because that, ooh, ouch, okay. Um, so yeah, Men Menace to Society has to honestly go on the list. I just, I really thought about that because that was, I mean, like California. I feel like that was like the super predator era. Life was really weird, you guys. Um, as a teenager in California, I'm gonna tell you guys like the whole. 
and then the three strikes era, like all of that, and just the profiling, yeah, just it, yeah, that sucked, man. Um, sheesh. Yeah, it, it, that was the time. Be like, you, yeah, man, that that sucked. So yeah, probably menace to society, and um, a few other honorable mentions. I will say, uh, as far as just James's favorite movies and ones that. I wouldn't say defined um, my existence as like a human being. I would, uh, I was just trying to think like what my favorite Samuel L. Jackson movie is. You know what though? Like it's funny because there are these other movies that I think like Half Baked and Harlem Nights and Coming to America. You know, um, Full Metal Jacket should probably be on the list. Uh, Predator. Um, yeah, Dick Tracy. <laughs> Just because, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Um, let's see what else. Yeah, okay, that's it. We're done here. Anything else that I got that's uh, possibly controversial and or exciting? Mm, no. We'll save that for Patreon. You could be anywhere on the internet, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Catch us again next week. Same BS time, same BS channel. Once again, there's some shit I just thought of y'all. Scientific fiction, it's not admissible in no court of law. I'm out of here like Vladimir. James Drill's over now. Peace. I told you from the dough. I told you from the get-go. You don't gotta go home, but you gotta go. Art and Bold Fit Podcast. Wait, no, wait. Art and Bullshit Podcast. I should probably get back to work.